Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joy podcast from LGBTQIA plus community radio station Joy 94.9. For more information and tons of other podcasts, head to joy.org.au. But uh, David, Eve and myself, Neil here in the studio today. Hello. Hey guys. Hello to everybody. Hi Eve. Hi David. Hello. And thank you so much to Andy and Shane for yes. Three Cores and the Truth. And welcome back, Andy. And welcome back, Andy. Yes, yes. back into the country again. Now, we let, let's just let's just get going. That's a good segue, actually, um, isn't it? Yeah, it is, because we've got another one that's just come <laughs> back, back into the, in the country, country as well. Yeah. Uh, our regular guest star, <laughs> Heather Locklear, <laughs> Heather Locklear <laughs> otherwise known as Stephen A. Russell, <laughs> is here to talk things movies. And he's just come back from overseas because he went to the... Berlin Film Festival. I did. I am here in body. Whether or not I am here in mind, we'll find out in a few moments. But <laughs> the lag is real. All right. But so we all were being eagerly waiting to hear. Yeah. How was it? Was it worthwhile, the trip? It, it was absolutely spectacular. Any trip where you get to take a selfie with Helen Mirren is 100% yeah. worth I, it. And Simon <laughs> Baker. And a whole bunch of other amazing yeah. Australian stars, including Rob yes, Collins. But, but when I, was, I saw the Helen Mirren one, I went, whoa. It was never Next Whoa. level. Next uh, so, level. yeah, like, it was, yeah, it was just a sort of, you know, like, she was just there and it was gone? Or well, yeah, it was, it, was a really, it was a really funny scenario. No, so I was in with a bunch of other journalists. Uh-huh. We had a really brief time with her because she was running to get a, a plane. But because the interview with her had run so late, I had to duck out of the director chat to run over and interview Alexander Skarsgård, just name drop. <laughs> and oh, just a few. So basically I kind of ran out and she was also in the process of getting her glittering cape on to get her private jet wherever. <laughs> and I was just shameless and was like, Helen, I'm really sorry, but can I have a selfie, please? And she was like, of course, darling. <laughs> I, I, I should imagine she would be the most loveliest person. She really was. She was clever, smart, sassy, mm. took on, you know, some complicated questions about the film she's in, Golda. Because um, and what's it about? Well, it's it's about um, a Middle Eastern conflict. Um, she plays the Israeli first female Israeli Prime Minister, Golda Meir. Oh, all right. Okay. And obviously okay. that involves a lot of complex yes, politics, yes. you know, within the region. There's yeah. also been a bit of a stoosh about whether, you know, it's appropriate for her to play a Jewish person. And I have to say to her great credit, she took on all of that and had a very open and honest conversation about things. And she's just really great. Like, Mm. she just kind of acknowledges these things are complicated. We should continue to have conversations and I won't always be right. And Mm. I just need to listen and feel credit to her because, yeah, she honestly, she came across really, really well. And what what was the main focus on the festival? Was there anything in particular that stood out over the top of any? Everything else? Well, I I think what probably matters most for us is that it was a super strong year for um, Australian representation. So... We, I mean, first of all, we had 
two films in the official competition. So we had uh, Mystery Road director Ivan Sen was there with his new film Limbo, which is a real, it's a really interesting and a cracking film that's basically, you know, if you if you if you've seen his films like Mystery Road yep. and Goldstone, yep. you know, he's obviously very influenced by the Western, but from an Australian lens, yeah, and yeah. also dealing with, you know, First Nations Absolutely, issues. Yep. This one in particular, which stars Simon Baker looking for all the world like, oh God, I can't even remember his real name, but Walter White from Breaking Bad. Um, What's his Bri- name? Brian. Brian Cranston. <laughs> I told you there was a bit of lag. <laughs> yeah, with a shaved head looking for all the I world. I know, because like, I, I saw the selfie that you took with him and his hair's the, nor- the lush. Not normal. But <laughs> when I, and I thought to myself, I've got to find out about this film. So I, I Googled and, and yeah, you know, like the, the shaved hair and, yep. and the goatee. Really craggy. And I, and and I said to you, he yeah. looks just like. He does. It was uncanny. (laughs) Um, So basically, yeah, he it's set in Cooper PD. So you're already, you know, it's shot in black and white. You're in this unearthly moonlight. What when is it? The present time? No, it's set now. But like most of his films, it's a little ambiguous as to you know there there is a sort of feel of it being slightly out of time. Mm. Obviously, Cooper PD. If people don't know, is this incredible pockmarked, you know, landscape where all the opal mines were. And everyone lives underground. Pretty much. Um, And, you know, there's nothing grows there. They have to get all their food shipped in. And, yeah, it's a real... It basically does look like the surface of the moon. Yep. So he plays a detective who's picked up a cold case of a missing girl, you know, 20 years ago, trying to figure out what happened to her. Um, Rob Collins, who I love, who's also been in... um, You know, he was in one of the seasons of... um, Mystery Road, the TV show, because it went on to get adapted for the ABC. Ivan's not involved in that anymore, but, you know, it it has a new life. So he's in it, and he plays the kind of alcoholic brother of the missing girl. Natasha Wonganin's also brilliant as his estranged sister, Emma. And it's a really quiet film. Like, literally, so it's black and white. It's in this, you know, vast, unending atmosphere of place and the caves below. But there's also no score. So it's a really, it really holds you in the character. And, you know, it feels, it's about dislocated men. Um, and, you know, we were talking earlier on about the, the kind of, you know, Tim Winton effect. Very, not like that, but it does have some sense of, you know, men adrift. But I, I look, I, I really love this one. Or, or lost, maybe lost, you know, like trying to find themselves? Or? Yeah, basically. And, you know, and, and I guess the, the metaphor is, you know, the missing person, but also they're trying to well, find Well, Cooper Pedy would be full of people that... Well, people have people souls. go missing. Literally, yeah. people fall down holes and never get found again. Like it's a thing. There, there are people who True. have just disappeared I, I, no, from Cooper Pedy. You're, you're right. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not sure if laughing is the right response, David. But sure, <laughs> is that, is that nervous laughing. <laughs> I don't know. Let, let's let's give them a bit of credit and, and say that's what it was. <laughs> Look, also in competition was uh, Rolf de Heer's "The Survival of Kindness." Ah. Now I was lucky enough actually to see this at the Adelaide Film Festival right. late last year, yeah. and this was its international premiere and again this is a really strange film from him you know people might know his films like Bad Boy Bubby and you know Ten Canoes well Bad Boy Bubby was Mm. weird it was so weird my kind of bonkers like I mean just a completely bonkers film this one's more like a a dystopia where Mojemi Hussein, who is a former um, refugee from the Democratic Republic of Congo fled civil war lived in a refugee camp for eight years 
has worked as a sort of support person for refugees here. And, you know, she, this is her first film role. And basically it's a sort of, it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's so hard to describe this film. So basically she wakes up in a cage in the desert, oh. has to free herself. And the long and short of it is that it's sort of an analogous story to colonial invasion of Australia, but it feels like it's set in a alternate reality. There's sort of a bit of the bad guys kind of look like Nazi stormtroopers. Mm. There's no dialogue. It's all kind of mumbled. And it's a very unusual film. So again, both of these films really ask a lot of the viewers. It'll be interesting to see how they go down when they get a release later on this year. They both look incredible. And yeah, it's just amazing to have two, yeah. you know, Australian films right up there. And unfortunately, neither won the Golden Bear. But, right. you know, great well, nonetheless. Well, it, it sounds like they're both a little bit out there, a little bit edgy, aren't they? That's kind of the Berlin Alley oh, thing. Oh, true. It's, it's yeah, more, yeah, it's Berlin, more yeah. interested in yeah. unusual, yeah. you know, And were they uh, received well, the Australian ones? Yeah, I mean, a massive standing ovations for both of them. Oh, a wow. lot of buzz amongst the international critics oh. while I was there. And we also, I mean, I mean, that was only the half of it. Job Clerk was there with Sweet Eyes, which people might have seen at the Melbourne International Film Festival. It's this mm. really beautiful teenage First Nations-led coming-of-age road movie set in WA and the beautiful, you know, outback over there. That is a cracker. I think it's coming out in April. That I might be wrong, but that's a, it's a really good to see. It's got that teen movie vibe that America has done to death, but it, with, a, with a, a real Australian spirit. Okay. So that was invited to go over. Another film that was at the Adelaide Film Festival, honestly, props to Adelaide because they 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 have supported a lot of these films mm-hmm. and and actually Matt Kesting, the artistic director, was there, you know, really supporting the team. Well they they were the leader, weren't they, twenty, thirty years ago well, they're in, really good. in Australian film. And fell by the way a little bit. And I think they've been trying to and the state government is they're really, really spearhead- putting a, mo- a lot of money and into it. And they really it spearhead yeah. local film, yeah. like they're real champions, mm-hmm. credit to them. But yeah, this horror movie Talk to Me which is an absolute cracker, directed by twin brothers, Danny and Michael Philippou. So it, it debuted at um, Adelaide. It was its international premiere at Berlin Alley. Or actually, it may have been at Sundance too. You can correct me on that, Neil. <laughs> but look, it's, it's, it's a cracker of um, teenagers playing a kind of... They, they, they discover this hand that allows them to be possessed by dead people, <laughs> but they kind of think it's brilliant, you know, temporarily getting possessed. But oh my goodness, right? So it's, quite, it's quite funny, yeah. but also it's outstandingly grotesque. There's some of the gore and the violence oh in it just comes out of nowhere. And I was like, whoa! Even I love horror films, but yeah, they're not putting their punches, let me tell you. It's a talk to me that should be coming out at some stage this year. And again, what I love is the, the variation in the films that were there. Also, um, Corey Chen, who, you know, I've been chatting with her since her first short film about 
15 odd years ago now and she had her TV series Bad Behaviour which is on Stan right now yeah um, about a uh, you know Victorian private girls boarding school and the bullying that goes on oh, there oh, and, I can just imagine what it'd be like you know we? and so again amazing to see a TV show that had literally just dropped on Stan and then got invited they got invited to the Berlin Alley oh. which you know such an incredible result so really you know it was it was so good to have picked it this year and gone and be surrounded by so much Australian yeah, talent yeah. I was lucky enough to go to a Screen Australia mixer and I'm just looking around the room thinking what an incredible bundle of talent we have and here we are represented en masse yeah. at one of the world's biggest film festivals mm. it was a real amazing oh and also um, the, a really awesome art film duo called Soda Jerk they soldier you yeah, might I, have I seen like. oh what was it was it terra nullius was their previous film where they just took loads of australian and dystopian films and mashed them up the clips well their new one's called hello dankness and it kind of is about the rise of trump and oh. covid coming in and lockdown but they just take loads of 80s teen movies and horror films and mush them all together and tell a story of what we've just been through the last few years that's gonna it, it's it debuted at adelaide again which is invited to berlin but watch this space it'll definitely pop and it's up. australian film yeah it's two right. two adelaide based right okay but why, 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 why they've, i suppose the trump um situation is you know like it fascinated the world hasn't it you know like, yeah and, and, I, and with with um covid happening and, and i think it's bigger than him it's about that proliferation of populism and you know fact the blurring of fact and well especially and in what's happened with murdoch this well, week yeah, you coming know. Out. and also succession coming back so yay yeah. <laughs> i love that if anyone doesn't watch succession it's basically about the murdochs don't sue me anyway <laughs> <laughs> and here's fact checker here. Yes, talk to me. Did actually premiere at Sundance. I thought it might have. And then Thank European you, Neil. premiere at Berlin. But at least, at least I did get yes, it. Exactly. I just needed a, a fact check. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you know true facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like somebody that just makes them up. I know oh. what what. So anyway, yeah. Look, Berlin Alley was amazing. I reckon I'll have to go back. I think I'm going to go to the Venice Film Festival in August. So oh. watch this space. Why not? <laughs> Hello, Stephen. I mean, they don't Russell. know that yet, but I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna invite myself <laughs> so how hard was it for you as an australian yep. uh, you know, freelance journalist mm-hmm. to get accreditation and all that at the berlin film festival well, well look i think because i think it's sort of one of those chicken and egg things i think because i'm freelance i have a lot of editors who gave me their support and wrote letters for me ah. you know so i, I think it's a no-brainer Ed- for them or yeah, so for, for magazines, for and publications, and, and yep. yeah, you yep. know. So I had a lot of support, and yep. also the first time I went to an international film festival was Toronto, and I kind of went and then tried to deal with the publicity there and realised it was really hard. Nobody knows you. None of the yeah. distributors yeah. know you. So this time, I also kind of got in touch with all the publicists here, and and they really kind of you know, helped me get Brilliant. contact with those Brilliant. people. So, you know, if any any film journalists well, are listening... Well, that's what I was thinking. Do it. Out there, I can't yeah. recommend it highly enough. It's yeah. a great experience. Do it from home you first, can, do your research. Yeah, get, get, get the people here to support yep. you. Yep. 
go have a blast. You'll you'll get incredible access to stars. You know, you have this wonderful trip. You can tax deduct it because it's a business trip. You know, it's 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 a, it's a win win. I feel yeah. my cup is very full. Right, and so you and so you've got lots of writing to do. Or, or have you been doing it um, a bit along of, the way? A bit of both. Some wanted stuff straight out of the festival, yep. but I've got a whole cupboard full of interviews now that will Fantastic. come out. You know, when when yep. the films release here. So yep. Yep. watch the space. There's yeah. more to come. All right, so in, anything happening? Very quickly. Yeah. Can we touch off on the Oscars super quickly, if I do it in like one minute? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, it's time stuff now. All righty. I'm just going to, because we're on the theme of Australians doing really well, I'm yeah. going to buckle it right down to just the Australian stuff. And so for the main part, the biggest ones we're looking for, we were pretty much certain that Kate was going to get her third. You might have to mm-hmm. fact check that third. <laughs> Oscar. But I am watch the space now because Michelle Yeoh got the Screen I, Actors Guild, yeah, and I would say that that yeah. is a very big sign. I reckon she's going to get it. Gonna, yeah, Kate's not going to get and it. And also, Michelle does not have one, so I'm fully behind um, an, an outstanding, yeah. you know, actor mm. and an Asian actor who has been, you know, earned her stripes in the eighties and in Hong Kong, you know, martial arts movies. Yep, yep. I'm all for it. Right. And, and what what do you reckon about um, uh, 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 Lee Curtis? Um, what's her name? Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee. Lee. Uh, do you reckon she'll get best? Support? Reporting because she looks hysterical in you know, like I mean, the, the way they've made her up. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff, but uh, no, I I don't think so. But you know, I, I feel like this is this is the widest open Oscars there's been in years. Yep. There's a lot of question marks hovering around. The other one who, on any other year, I would have thought Baz Luhrmann. He's not up for director, but I would have thought Elvis would have been a shoe in. You know, like it's oh, Elvis. Really? Uh. It's a you know they love biopics at the yeah, Oscars, yeah. Um, but it's not really. There's no real. I, do you huge think he's all that well liked? Um, yeah, like in that Hollywood oh, set. I mean, I think so. He makes a lot of money for them. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I mean, I think Romeo and Juliet earned him a lot, and Milan Rouge is pretty beloved. You know. Yeah, but um, also Austin Butler is up for best actor, but again, he's he's not going to win it. Who's going to um, win it? It's, it's going to be... Um, Brendan Fraser? No, 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 so? no, 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 no. I hope to God not. I no, I, I, know, I, know you thought, I know you thought that, but I'm just wondering whether... No, the, I think it's... The, isn't, isn't it Colin who's pretty locked for it? Oh, okay. Well, but, he, Colin Farrell. but he didn't win the, um, the, the no, British... did Brendan win... I thought he won the, 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 the screen the actors. I, I oh, thought so. God, I'm going to be so annoyed. I, that's why, I mean, the, I know you're not in favour of the yeah. movie, but I, I just thought the... the crew, you know, I mean, look, this is what I mean, though. It really has been a changing... You know, it's constantly second-guessing. So I think... I think you know next to so a week a week tomorrow uh, it's the oscars in our time all right it's be and f- film you actually haven't mentioned what film you think is going to win okay best film i think is going to be everything everywhere all at yeah. once yeah, right i think, I think it's pretty so they're going to clean up a bit I think not, so. not the the war film um the other one that Luke, all quiet in the western front yep. could be a dark horse but i don't think well so. that's the the vibe i'm getting a lot of people are talking about that but do you think Oscars, I mean, I know that they recent years they've given to a lot of foreign-speaking um, roles, films, yeah. but they tend not to very often. I mean, No, and they don't they also like the I, streamers traditionally. No, and that's, <laughs> that's the other thing, <laughs> and too. And it's a Netflix film. But it did win the BAFTA, didn't it? The all quite. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be, it's like, it's going to be an interesting, interesting year. I think it's going to be interesting. Mm. We, we, we all thought very early on it was locked, and then all sorts it's, of shenanigans have happened since. A lot of it's opened up a lot more. It has. And second fact check, 
She's going for a third Oscar. Yeah, I was right. It's third. I got it right both <laughs> times. For once, people, Stephen A. Russell was right. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, it's so lovely to have you back. So um, good to be back. And, um, uh, and yeah, like, what an exciting time for you going to the Berlin Film Festival. So amazing. Yep. But also great to be home, kids. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Stephen A. Russell here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Make. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community radio station, Joy 94.9. For more podcasts or to support Joy by becoming a member, donating or subscribing, head to joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.